Welcome to the show, everybody. It is Tuesday. It is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott, and I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this each and every day right here on the Max Wagers Network and the Winners and Winners YouTube channel as well. Back to the Window with Scott and Scott every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Um... In case you were wondering, today's uh, Torture Reichel song, Tennessee Plates by John Hyatt. Scott, did you uh, ever heard that song before? No. You know who John Hyatt is? Uh, the singer of Tennessee Plates. Uh, very good. He, uh, he, go. The one song you might have heard, uh, Have a Little Faith in Me, you know that song? No. Good chat. All right. All right. So it's good to be here. Good to be here, guys. Uh, Skeeter, you excited about the NBA playoffs sort of starting up tonight? Excited's one word. Uh, nervous is another because my team's actually involved. Mm. But uh, we're going to talk about both games, of course, for this show. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Crazy, right? I'm, I'm nervous about it. The Nets should win. Covering a separate story. We'll get to that later. But I'm expecting the Nets to win. However, we talked about before we went on air. Cleveland's being extremely disrespected here. I know that they were awful down the stretch right. and that Jared Allen's still injured. When the media is talking about the Nets versus the Celtics, but they only play the Celtics after they win this game, you'd think they would wait until the game was over before they started talking about first round series matchups, don't you think? Man, that's a pretty uh, that's that's uh, chewing your chewing your cud before. No, that's not that's chewing your cud twice. Uh, it's, uh, you're counting chickens, of course, before they're hatched. But yeah, that's. Yeah. Not good. Not good at all. Now, the Nets could be fully focused for this game, but if you needed bulletin board material, you don't really need it at this point, but if you did, Cleveland could just look to anywhere because in the media because nobody's picking them to win. Yep, totally agree. Good to see uh, Peter Wolf in the house. What's up, Peter? Good to have you here, man. Um, yeah, when I did my video last night, they were asking me about this game, Scott, and I actually I started off uh, taking Cleveland, and I basically talked myself out of it. Um with Kyrie, with Kyrie back for the home game, and of course still missing Jared Allen, I thought that tipped it just a little bit. I was right on the right on the cusp, taking the Nets minus the eight, but it's gone to nine and a half now. I'm I'm not getting involved at nine and a half. I personally think it's a bit too large. I understand the idea behind fading the inexperienced team, backing Durant and Kyrie and this whole squad, but the Nets have been ridiculously terrible against the spread especially at home, mm -hmm. and it's not about winning. It's about winning by margin. The Nets don't give a damn how much they win by, so it's not like they're going to be incentivized to run it up late, but I've seen the Nets come out constantly flat in the third quarter, and Cleveland, since they have really just nothing to lose at this point because no one's picking them to win, I do think playing freer is going to help, and they just played a week ago, and the game was pretty close. Yep. So... Do I want to lay nine and a half with the Nets after what I saw all season long? Of course not. Yep, I get that. I get that. Uh, Paul, Henshaw, Paul, Paul Henshaw is a trendsetter. He says hit the like button, and I agree. Hit that like button, everybody. Make sure that you uh, just smash that thumb. We appreciate it. Get subscribed to the channel if you haven't done so already. You know, both the uh, Winners and Winners YouTube channel and the Max Wagers YouTube channel as well. Check out all the great offerings. Max Wagers Network. In fact, we have they usually stop by. At least, uh, at least one of them will stop by. During the show, say hey, and that's very cool. But, of course, Sean Higgs, Midday Money at Noon. Allie Burns! Allie Burns doing her uh, Total Chaos at... Uh, or, no, doing Morning Wood every day at 1, and then she does Total Chaos most evenings. Followed by Just Parlays with Jim and Chris, you and me at 3, and going to be Sean Miller here for coming pretty quick, right, Scott, at 4? Uh, when he's busy not coaching Xavier. There you go. Thank you. And he's going to be our new soccer expert, so that'll be fun because I know we've got a lot of guys that do bet on the footy. And then, of course, uh, bringing up the uh, rear, hitting the cleanup, is uh, game time decision with Sean, with a uh, with Nick and uh, Tim Earl, and, of course, Detroit Lenny. So there you go. J.C. Stone in the house. What up, J.C.? Good to see you, man. Uh, I always I always give extra credit to these guys that like stop by when I'm shooting my video early in the morning or late at night, whatever the case may be, and uh, then are here for ours as well. That's uh, that's that's some commitment, man. We appreciate it, JC. The differential between your video length and my video length is growing by the day. Um, yeah, I think it did a decent job yesterday, though. I think it was like nine minutes. 
Yeah, well, we had we had one the other day that like I had no, and it was I think it was Saturday night. Like, could I maybe it was either Friday or Saturday. Where I was like expecting a bunch of people there, and like nobody showed up. So yeah, uh, hope you hope you guys uh, banned that guy from yesterday. His girl gave him uh, the X hex, man. The X hex too strong. Oh yeah, yeah, the X hex, man. Yeah. That was a. Uh, and that was really an ultimate hex game. It, it was. was so good for about ninety percent. We were of the game. we were goddamn geniuses for eight of those nine innings, man. Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about that in one of these segments coming up. Yep. But I mean, you all know what the play was. You could not really have asked for a better situation getting plus one forty. <laughs> I blame the chick. Absolutely do. Absolutely yeah. do. Um, all right, so we'll get started. Um, oh yeah, hey, I'm uh, um, anybody any guys in the uh, in the KC area? Anybody going to the Santana concert tonight? I will be there. I will be uh, seeing Carlos Santana, age 70. I think he's 73. It'll be 74 in June. So, uh, nice. Yeah, I know we got some KC people out there. Hopefully, if anybody's going to the show, hit me up on Twitter and, uh, yeah, I'll buy you a beer or something. So, there you go. Um, Scott, we got a couple great promotions going on here at the Max Wagers Network. First of all, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. Got DraftKings going. Uh, you, just in time for the baseball season, you bet $5 on any baseball money line. And you get yourself two hundred dollars in free bets. That's pretty cool. You have to be physically located somewhere where DraftKings is: Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. And uh, you also must be twenty-one to play. Except for there's two states where you don't have to be twenty-one. You have to be eighteen. One of them's Wyoming, Scott. Do you know the other one? Uh no. I don't either. I was I just read it and I can't remember what it was, but there's two states where you only have to be 18 uh but uh, you have to be a legal age in your state of course. You use the promo code WAW video. The link is in the description of the video. And of course, we're still doing our Caesar sportsbook thing just in time for the NBA playoffs to get started. $1100 first bet insurance. You make a first time wager up to 1100 bucks, and if you don't win it, you get it back in the form of a free bet. Same amount, promo code A-T-S-W-I-N-S-C-Z-R. That's A-T-S, wins, Caesar, S-Z-R. The link is also in the description for today's video. So, there you go. Big X in the house. James Mounts is here as well. So, yeah, good to see you guys, of course. Scott, we got a lot to talk about today, so before we can talk about the future... We got to talk a little bit about the past. So, uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's just unleash it, Scott. Let's find out who you were, the winners, the whiners, the people that took it in the shorts and the people that took it to the bank. Stand up. Be proud. You took some beats yesterday. Let's call the cops. All righty. We'll fire it up in the... Uh, Mets money line against the Phillies. He he she she put my phone my, put my hat on backwards for this one. Mets pitching getting it done. They led four to nothing entering the eighth inning. Mets bullpen not getting it done. Phillies scored five runs in the bottom of the eighth. Mets end up losing five to four. Holy shit, Scott! That was just a beautiful play at seven to five, getting plus one forty on that money. Great play until it wasn't. Call the cops. And looking at baseball once again, if you had the Rockies and Rangers under nine and a half, you had seven runs. It was four to three, entering the bottom of the ninth, two outs, nobody on base. Pinch hit home run with two outs. You're going to extras. And the Rockies won six to four after the 10th inning. I believe that means we have our first official total beat with extra innings this season. Yeah, Bronco Devil checked in with uh, when I was shooting the video last night and said that he had the over there and felt very fortunate. He had 10. He felt very fortunate to get a push. So uh, Yeah, that's a push win. Yeah, that is a push win. Absolutely correct. And bringing it on home in a game that I had as my personal play. I had the wrong side of this. If you were on the uh, Twins, team total over 4.5 going up against Chris Flexen. Uh, they had four runs in the first five innings, and that was going to do it because the Seattle bullpen did a good job. A little bit too late, barn door. Uh, Twins ended up winning that one four zip as the Mariners got nothing going offensively. Two hits. Two hits. Not good. Not good at all, my friend. Well, there was some good news. There were some people that had a nice, easy time of it. You didn't have to sweat. You didn't have to worry about the fourth quarter. You didn't have to worry about extra innings. None of that bullshit because uh, why? You were sitting in the rocket chair. 
So the first one involves my Yankees. And if you had the team total under four and a half against Manoa, uh, well, you were a genius because the Yankees never hit Manoa and they didn't hit him again last night. They only had four hits in the entire game. They didn't score a single run. So team total under four and a half, never in doubt. Scott, if you had the Oakland Athletics, they made us look like geniuses the first two days of the season as they were non-competitive. However, they found a little mojo here last couple of games. And uh, if you had them last, uh, yesterday against the Rays, well, they led eight zip after two innings, and they end up winning 13-2. to two. How about that Rays pitching, Scott? Well, Patino was supposed to pitch, and he got injured, I believe, in the first inning. And it was a scramble from there, but the game was already over. Brutal. Brutal. All right. And the last one in baseball, if you had the Brewers and the Orioles under nine and a half, you had two runs in the second inning and no runs in the other eight innings. The game ended two to nothing. Man, Orioles winning games, A's winning games, Pirates beat St. Louis the other day. What the hell's the matter with the world, Scott? Uh, a lot, apparently. What are, we do, what are we doing here? I didn't know Bundy, though, was going to turn into an AL Cy Young. I don't even start. That was, the, oh, God. that was the most surprising part. I mean, I had the over. The, you know, the weather was going to go well. I expected Flexen to regress a little bit. Minnesota had good numbers against him. He didn't pitch great. He was okay. I mean, the two runners left on base were charged to him, but he was okay. But Bundy just was dealing, and the Mariners just couldn't hit. Yeah. So, yeah. there you go. Dylan Bundy dealing, not a phrase you've heard very much in the last couple, three years. Uh, James, to answer that question of who do I know there, I, I also work there, so I know basically everybody. So there you go. Where? Uh, one of the other networks. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Uh, 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 somebody asking about the Kings tonight. Yeah, Bronco Devil said, uh, push, push in the bush. You'll take it. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it's funny as shit. Uh, look at that. Somebody's liking us on Facebook. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Uh, where's my... Where's those kings? Where's the kings, Scott? They playing tonight? Or was that last night? About against the Blackhawks? Yeah. Uh, that is... Oh, I got it. It's tonight. Yeah, it's tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kings laying 145. Mm-hmm. And the Blackhawks are terrible, but... To go through the injury report, the Kings lost their best defenseman yesterday because Drew Doughty's officially been ruled out for the rest of the season. Doesn't mean much, not really, because, uh, you know, both teams aren't exactly... Well, the Kings are a playoff team right now, actually, but as a whole, set, uh, Chicago is really just playing for nothing at this point. Chicago is also in the middle of a massive losing streak. Uh, to go through how big of a losing streak, uh, it's not good. Uh, they have lost, let me just do the math real quick Four. they've lost seven in a row. So seven in a row. And they've, they've, they're giving up about 4.7 goals per game in that stretch. Yeah. Fun fact though. The last one they had against the Kings, yep. uh, but I'm going to go with the Kings there. Uh, they're a playoff team, which was definitely surprising because a lot of people expected them to continue their rebuild. Doubt losing Dowdy is definitely a bigger deal than, uh, it's a big deal. I mean, there's no way around it. He's not the guy he used to be, but he's still pretty good. I have to question motivation. We talk about another sport, especially at the end of the regular season. Chicago's better off losing games at this point just because they can get a better draft pick potentially in the lottery. So I'm going to go with the Kings because they're still playing for something. Yep. You? Yeah, I don't I don't like laying that much wood at this it's point. It's not great, but I got to look at motivation. The fact that the Kings are only two points ahead of the Golden Knights yep. for that third spot in the Pacific the Kings kind of need it. Yeah, they absolutely I'll do. Go, I'll go with them for the motivation. All right, fair enough. Maybe in regulation, if you want to cut into that juice. Okay, all right. You can probably get plus money on that, right? I would think so, yeah. I think you'd be around plus 110. 105, 110. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Peter Wolf said his girlfriend screwed all of MLB. What a shit day. Well, that was the thing, though. Is it was one of those days where I was torn between two plays. For play of the day. Yeah. And both of them were not even close. So it was kind of just like, all right, whatever. It was going to be that or the Brewers. But then I looked at the Brewers' numbers against the lefties. Atrocious. Yep. And shockingly, they did not score yesterday. Yep. So, yeah, it was a, it was just a bad day in sports. But I was waiting for basketball. And I feel like all of us kind of were, right? Yeah, well, you know, that was like the day before when I had the uh, when I had the parlay uh, fading 
the A's and um, the Pirates. And they yeah. both they both win easily. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. fuck that. Uh, the girl, Hexy. I, I love it when it's uh, a situation where we lose and they don't blame us, Scott. That's that's. Oh, well, we can't. I mean, we had this discussion going in. The yeah. only way you can make it right is to buy her a gift. You have to buy her a parlay. So yes. she roots for you to actually pick winners. That's, that's the it. only way around it. That's that's it. And well, you got to get back with her. I want to get back together with her. Yeah, you got to get back together. That's. I, I'm I'm sure she's an awful human being. Anybody that would do that, I'm just gonna say, isn't great. But you got to take one for the team. Can you hand her like an Uno reverse card and like give her the <laughs> jinx? Like, can you do something like that? I don't know the rules. Seems like relievers pretty much determine outcomes in MLB. Can't bet the insanity. Would you say that the first five bets are more consistent? I certainly would at this point in the season. Well, for this year, yeah. I, I mentioned one of my early takeaways in the MLB season from Garrett Cole's opening start with the Yankees was that because of the limited spring training a lot of these starters are going fewer and fewer innings, which is why you've seen a lot of strikeout props at three and a half yep. or pretty low numbers. It's because they're usually topping out at five innings. Very consistent to say that most of the starters had two to three starts, 10 innings or less in spring training. Give or take. I know Flexen had four appearances. None of them were good, but some appear, some pitchers have had four. Most have been around two or three. And even that, you're going what, like two, three innings a piece there. Yeah. It's not big, it's not that much of a workload. No. Uh Ninja said, did anyone hear of this one parlay this person did? I think it was Saturday or Sunday games, not sure, but fifty bucks, fourteen team parlay all under in baseball games, cash out two sixty five. That's the dream. I did not hear that. To, I have uh, noticed though from the opening day that there has been a lot of lower scoring games. So I was hoping that they would be juicing baseballs. You'd see more high scoring games. Hasn't been that way, and a lot of games have been well, excluding the Guardians games the last couple of days. A lot of games have been low score. Yep. Glad to see the light bulbs changed. <laughs> yeah, I got bad news for you. I did actually did not even change the light bulbs. So it's, is it you go. got you got more ambient light? Is the sun out? No, I, I don't even know. Because you were just, you were definitely living in the shadows yesterday, man. I'm glowing. You know, it's my it's my aura. All right, J- helping out. All right, Jr. Black said she hexed him with all his affiliates. I wish I, I wish I had affiliates. That's Scott, you know, you're not dating anybody. What, As of right now, no. Maybe we could uh maybe you could swipe right on her. So I can break up with her and she could put the hex you, on you, me. Absolutely. Well, not. you can't break up with her. That's the thing. That's the problem, you know. Or don't let her know you're a sports better. Nah. It's my job. I mean, come on. It's <laughs> what I do. Uh are odds makers on top of the first five inning bets. Define on top of. Because it, it really I've comes the, down to... I've seen the total shaded down a little bit. Yeah. Normally, you're going to normally you're gonna be able to split it in half, add a half a run. But mm-hmm. I see a lot of, I see a lot of true splits for the first five innings, which is which is kind of unusual unless you have... Well, that's two. what I was going to say. It comes down to what exactly you look for in first fives. Because for the overall start of the season, the, hu- the much better teams are not favored by as much now as they will be at the end of the year. So you see the Dodgers against the... Rockies, for example. Yeah, like minus 200, minus 210. Right. Like the Rays are minus 210. If they're playing in September, they'd be minus 330. Yep, correct. So it it really comes down to when they're facing off during the course of the season. But since it's still early on, you don't exactly know what to expect from each team. You don't really know how you should be pricing the huge talent disparities because it's kind of a box of chocolates right now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, Rochelle is dating a sports book with Twitter on the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's not a bad call. No, know? it's not. Now, the it's... secret is you bet one, you go out with one of the tellers at the sports book. So whenever you talk to her, you're placing your action. <laughs> right? Killing two birds with one stone. Two, two birds, one stone. You save a lot of time that way. Uh, did the green shirt come through again? Uh, it did not. <laughs> no, the Why sports bureau jinxed the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, Cleveland versus Cincinnati, scoreless first inning. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, well, we know Cleveland, in spite of their offensive outburst against the Royals the last couple of days, the lineup uh, still sucks. that's still a horrible fucking offense if you look at I it. I got a shout out to Quan, though, who's batting 692. He, I think, I, I don't know what the hell he's on, but I want to say he reached base ten or twelve straight times against the Royals. 
I think he did. I think they said he reached base 12 times. I think it was like nine straight. But he's batting close to 700 as a rookie. I know his rookie of the year odds have plummeted, rightfully so. But, you know, you're batting 692. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty good. It is pretty good. Uh, J.C. Stone says, you're smart to stay away from the opposite sex. Bad luck and trouble. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So... Um, that may not be a universal opinion of the opposite sex. It, it might not be. <laughs> in fact, if that was universal opinion, uh, there wouldn't be any people left in the world. <laughs> right. But, you know, long term, long term, it's not a positive EV play. But short term, I'm having, I'm, I'm chilling, doing the, my thing. The force is strong with her. Killed the green shirt, not the fucking green shirt. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Calvin keeping us on track here says Bieber versus Molly should be no runs in the first. Um, I'd be curious. I'd agree with that. I'd be curious what's what's the nerfy on that like one fifty. Uh, I like how you picked up the lingo. Yeah, uh, I, no, I, I think that's too high. I'm looking at the right. I'm gonna look. I'm looking up right now. Think, if what? I had to guess, I would say one thirty five. It's getting one thirty five. If I had to guess, one fifty five <laughs> sounds like what you'd get between Bieber and like Scherzer. Like okay. that sounds a little bit high. Okay. Uh, no score first inning is. Let me see. Uh, I have teams to score in the first thing, which doesn't help me at all. Thanks a lot. Um, Under a half? Yeah, I see minus one third. Okay, there you go. So I said one thirty-five plus enough. Uh, Michael Doe says you're moving to Brooklyn, can't afford women. That's no shit. That's uh, it's not a matter of moving to Brooklyn. It's a matter of the fact that I like just paid my taxes. You have that moment where you finally like pay taxes, and for the next couple of days, you have like a rollover effect where you don't feel like spending any money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. You know, you just, just hand out a couple thousand to the government and it's just like, you know, suddenly I don't exactly want to go out to eat for a couple of days. You know, I gotta I gotta mourn over the lost money I gave to the government. Uh James Mountain said Soul of a Woman was created below. What song is that from, Scott? Also a movie, a f- famous movie of the same name. I actually can't even recall that. Been dazed and confused for so oh, long okay. it's not true. Wanted a okay. woman, never bargained for you. You're a big fan of that movie, right? Days and confused. Yeah, that's that's exactly my like the that's it, it's my story to the year. So yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things in Days and Confused hit home. Uh, yeah, absolutely, Scott. That's uh, uh, can't afford women no matter. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Incel Chat here. <laughs> I just feel like some of the guys have been burned out there. It's uh, it's seemed- a lot of people have. Uh, I got burned by Bundy yesterday. You think I'm getting back on the horse? No, <laughs> you're, you're, not, not. you're not going to fade Bundy again. I can't. I can't look at. I can't look at him the same way anymore. Right? Yep. Yep. Well, at least in the immediate future, we'll figure it out. I mean, some some uh, players in any sport, they're bad, and then you fade them, and they're always good. So at some point, you just can't keep fading them. It's like they. It's like they're listening. Agreed. Joe Adele, by the way, huge listener of the show. Big big fan of the show. What do you have? He had like a double and a home run yesterday? Yeah, he killed it. That's what I'm saying. He, he was great. He had his total bases over five and a half. He made some money. Yeah. Uh, one of the great Leb Zepp songs of all time. Yep, I agree. Uh, Rick Zeff uh, must have gotten out in my own chat line. <laughs> Probably banned or something. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Well, I've, never, I've not banned you. No, you're still there. Yep. You're, yeah, you're you're still there, bud. We're reading it, so you're still there. I don't know, and I don't know where the carrot went. Somebody was asking about the carrot. I don't know if somebody, if they, because uh, I know YouTube is, is... I mean, spring's around the corner, so you figure the carrots are going to be growing somewhere. Maybe he's out for Easter. I don't know. Uh, I just know that, like, because usually, like, YouTube will, will fuck with him, and then he'll be back with a different name the next day. So when I saw him disappear for a day or two, I just figured he'd be back with a new name. So There's really not a, a lot of transparency when it comes to sites policing activity just because there's guidelines that nobody reads you can interpret anything the way you want like especially in today's climate with pc culture i feel like a lot of people get suspended from twitter or stuff for what seems to be relatively innocent content you know what i mean it's it's weird it is what i'm saying there's a lot of overreactions when it comes to everything banning or whatever in various platforms oh Yes. In my experience at least. Yeah, let me let's let's just turn this into a whole political thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna go full political, I'm just saying. No, I know what I've noticed. I, I agree. Uh Tomb Dog in the house. What up, Tomb Dog? Long time no see. Good to have Ian here. Uh Orioles can't name a starter for today. 
Does it matter? Well, they, they all suck besides means. So, you know, you could throw somebody out there. They won yesterday, though. That's right. That's so. Right. Um, oh, there is one thing I wanted to talk about here because um, we haven't done this in a while. And this is this is a good one. And uh, we, we can put a little we can put a little bow on their season with this, Scott. Let's uh, let's let's get out the golden feed bag, break the uh, get the dust off the golden feed bag and award it. It's uh, it's it's a good day for this. Let's find out. Who it is, Scott? Who is today's donkey of the day? All right, I'm going to let you take this one because I know you are a big fan of this offseason signing, and uh, you owe yourself a victory lap of uh, of I told you so proportion. So uh, go right ahead, sir. So the Lakers, of course, during the offseason, ended up trading for Russell Westbrook. And let's just say it didn't work out. They missed the playoffs. Westbrook was a disaster for the majority of the season. And they had their official going-away press conference. I'm not sure if every team does this or if it's just the Lakers because they're popular. Exit interviews. The point is, they had LeBron, they had Anthony Davis, they had Westbrook individually answering questions from the media. And they asked Westbrook what his thoughts were about Vogel. Because Vogel just got fired yesterday. And Westbrook basically said that he does not understand why Vogel had an issue with him throughout the course of the season and why he didn't feel like he received a fair shake of things. Didn't let him play Maybe his game. Because you sucked. Didn't they say that he didn't, Maybe, let him, didn't let him play his game? Yeah, didn't let him play his game. Seemed to be out to get him. Maybe it's because you sucked for about 90% of the year. Many Maybe. Fuck, you fuck. know, I, I'm not, I want to read into things. But when you've had more turnovers than made jump shots during an entire season, that's a bit of a red flag. That's not true. That's not true. Is it really? Is that true? Is that accurate? From what I saw around Twitter with some various sources, it does seem to be true. I believe he had more turnovers than made jump shots. Jesus. That's not good. And like, it wasn't even close. Wow. It might've been like 50 more turnovers. It wasn't even close. That's brutal. Brutal. But that's the point. Now... Westbrook for the last month or so was better and he was durable. He was really the only guy on the team that actually played a decent portion of the games. But I think Westbrook, whether or not you like him as a player or not, mentally, I think he's the most delusional player in the league. And you were looking at his press conferences throughout the entire season, how he was arguing with reporters who were asking him legitimate questions for the majority of the season. But Westbrook just seemed so out of touch the entire season when dealing with adversity and now blaming the coach who you, your team just fired and claiming that you don't know why he was out to get you instead of simply acknowledging that you were awful the entire season is really the cherry on top for me. I just think that he has no self-awareness and that's become increasingly clear as the season has progressed. Do you have anything you want to add on that? Uh, you said a lot, I'll, although I will say, <laughs> when you call Russell Westbrook the most delusional player in the NBA, you have to remember that Kyrie Irving thinks the earth is flat. So you've, I know he did. You've set the bar pretty high there. But even Kyrie press conferences, at least he can address things I agree. that people ask. Yes, he's living in this Westbrook reality. Westbrook spent half the time turning questions on the reporters, and if they it, were fair questions. If they didn't just let me shoot more threes. <laughs> It's just like, what are you talking about? John Wagner says, our promo music literally sucks. Keep it at the steamroller house. Is that, you talking about our, our stuff into going into the show? I don't know, man. I don't know. You talking about that or is he talking about the donkey? I don't know. It could be the donkey. I don't know. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I the donkey's not music. I mean, it might be to some people. You guys but... You guys should you guys should have listened to us on our radio days when they just let us use any. We had actual music we could play. Yeah, we were we were playing whatever we wanted. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Peter Wolf says what a lot what a lot of us are thinking, Scott. If the chick is crazy, it means the sex is terrific. So you got to take one for the team. Yes, uh, I agree. I, I, mean, I, it depends I, I, if you'd rather have good sex or good parlays. You know, it's a it's a trade off that a lot of people might choose parlays for. I don't know. Uh, you got to make it. You got to make a living, man. I don't know. There's no reason you can't do both. There's, there is no reason. Well, you might have to choose one if you end up with the with the hex X. <laughs> you might have to choose between one or the two, man. Oh, but the the crazy dude, the crazy is oh, so good. Anyway, yeah, you're gonna it's gonna drive you crazy watching bets that you have later that night. 
Who needs who needs hot women like stripping in front of the TV set when you're trying to get that third leg of the parlay in? Get 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 just get the. Come on, I'm just trying to watch. It's all fun and games until they don't pull down the rebound at the end when you need it. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, groovy caps. I played the Mets first five yesterday. Brilliant, brilliant, uh, very good. So like the I Mets tweeted that. Took the Mets plus one and a half. Yeah, well. You're welcome for us, I guess, pointing you in the direction of that game. And uh, I mean, we were right about Suarez regressing. Yes. Bohm had about four different errors, which was a whole separate situation there, which was kind of funny. You had any thoughts on his quote in the middle of the game? What, oh, what was it? I can't remember what it was. Uh, I hate it here. Oh. I think I, I was a fan of it. I thought it was kind of funny. That's that's just more of what the kids say. I don't think he was specifically saying there, there. I think that's just. No, what, like, I, I think he was. I think that's. You, I, I you think don't... it was. I think it was fair for him to say that. I mean, he made a routine play after a bunch <laughs> of errors, and they gave him the classic, sarcastic cheer, and you know you're gonna have a mic on you the entire time or a camera on you because you're an athlete and they have angles for everything. I was okay with it. I think Philly fans are okay with it too. It's kind of one of those mutual hatred relationships where the fans, especially in Philly, are going to give it to you if you're struggling. And, you know, you might need to respond with a bit of a chip on your shoulder. It was a minute. It was a moment of honesty. I didn't mind it. Okay. You don't think, so you don't think that's like right up there with like, fuck my life. Like I hate it here. I think you can make an argument that it kind of is a similar boat, but it's a way of saying, I recognize why the crowd is being a pain in the ass and I hate it. All right. But it might encourage him to play better. Who knows? Fair enough. Ian Toomey says six with a, sex with a nutty broad. Always great. <laughs> Severed penises chucked into the grass from a moving vehicle. I'm getting uh, like basic shout out, Shout vibes. out to Elena Bobbitt there. I'm what? getting basic instinct vibes like the rabbit on the stove. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what, what I'm getting. There's some boiling bunny for sure. All right, bud. Hey, let's talk about some NBA. We haven't got to do that really for a couple of days because, you know, they were off Monday and the games really didn't matter for the most part. A lot of the good live plays on Sunday. Hope hope you guys were on those. But uh, Scott, let's get it rolling tonight. Uh, let's talk about this game that you and I are both uh, all over. Um, we both did it for our play of the day. Probably would have been a farm play if we wouldn't have taken that. But uh, um, it's the Clips and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves three point favorites here. I know you exp- expressed some surprise at that line when you saw it yesterday. Uh, care to uh, extrapolate on your thoughts here? Is it's pretty much. Um, Stayed relatively relatively static. It's gone down from three and a half to three, but there I don't think there's been kind of the kind of movement that you and I might have seen coming. So what do we got here, bud? Well, I think it's still gonna move to two and a half. I think it'll move closer to actual game time. You know, everybody chasing when they lose on the Nets Cavs game is gonna bet the Clippers, right? So sure. I'm, I'm expecting an avalanche of Clippers money late. Uh but I took the Clippers in my play today. Uh I really couldn't avoid it. It's one thing to say that Minnesota's disrespected and they're going to come out because they've been good all year. I think they peaked too early because they were playing meaningful games down the stretch and they sucked. I mean, they went four and six in their last 10. So they really have not been playing well. Defensively, they've been a disaster for the last couple of weeks. And the Clippers are healthy. They're missing Kawhi Leonard, of course. But Paul George is back. Norman Powell's back. Covington missed some games. He's back too. The team's deep. Do I think Minnesota has a great bench? Not really. But I also want to ask you because spreads and numbers have a hard time quantifying certain things. And I think experience is one of those things. Because the Clippers have been here before. They're in the playoffs every year. A ton of experience. I know D'Angelo Russell had a cup of coffee in the playoffs with the Nets. Towns played five games in the playoffs with the with the uh, Timberwolves. They lost to the Rockets. Beverly's been in some playoff series. That's it, isn't it? I mean, Minnesota is the seventh youngest roster in the league. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a great future. I mean, you could argue that Minnesota is actually a little bit ahead of schedule even. Um, that's the point. But you also have a coach who just got an extension who has never been a head coach in a playoff game before. Right. So do I think Minnesota is worthy of being favored? I can understand at home. I think three and a half is way too many, and the markets have adjusted as a result. But I do think personally that the lack of experience is concerning, especially when you're laying points against an extreme veteran team. I think that's a problem. Yeah, it is. And it's hard to it's hard to overstate what a difference Paul coming back has made. Um, just a, a quick thumbnail. In the seven games before he came back, they averaged about 103, a little bit less than that. 
in the seven games since he's been back, they've averaged over 127. Now, yeah. obviously, that's not that's not going to stick. That's pretty extreme, but it does give you a, 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 a little bit of an insight into his value. To me, this line... they're still top 10, though. So even if they are, even if the offensive numbers aren't sustainable, the current ones... Right. If you get any uptick at all without compromising your defensive integrity, then you have a massive advantage over Minnesota because Minnesota actually cannot guard anybody. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this Minnesota defense, it's just been atrocious. Um, I believe, because I did, I did this in my play of the day, I did the team total over, as you know, and they've scored, or they've allowed 119 or more in 10 of their last 13. The three teams they didn't, they played Dallas twice and the Lakers. Jesus. So, uh, not good at all. Um, the other thing is, uh, I just, I can't, get behind a team that's that's given up that many points. I I, I don't know that I don't I don't know that the Clippers are necessarily going to put up, you know, 125, but I think 120 they cover easily. Um I agree. And I think that even though the Clippers money line is an attractive play there, if you want to gamble by margin, the Clippers won three of the four regular season meetings by at least eleven points. So a lot of these games weren't close. If you think the Clippers have a gear that the Timberwolves do not, and that's the case with me, this game could turn into a route potentially. You don't even know. Yeah, I would think, and I'm going to see if I can find it. I would think there'd be a pretty good opportunity for uh, Minnesota or for the uh, the Clippers minus you know five and a half, four and a half, something. I'm like not going to go nuts and tell you Clippers by fifteen and a half. Like no. I don't think it's going to be that much of a murder. But if the Clippers punch Minnesota in the mouth early, am I sure Minnesota is going to respond? with all the pressure at home in their first meaningful playoff game and I don't know, four or five years before about half the team was in the league. Which has a better chance of happening, the Timberwolves winning the game or the Clippers winning by double digits? Personally, I think it's actually the Clippers. I okay. really don't like Minnesota in this game. And I'm sure the public's all over the Clippers too, so it might be an okie doke, but I really just don't see it. I, this Minnesota team... Has a, really matches up horribly against this Clippers team. Yeah. Because you're looking at the overall roster. They don't play much defense. Towns is great. I know that. Edwards has been streaky, but he's very talented offensively. And you have D'Angelo Russell, who's also been streaky for the last couple of months. Who else do they have? That's like their entire offense and three players. Right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to put a sprinkle on the Clippers minus uh, five at plus 230. I mean, do you think that the Timberwolves bench can even stay near the Clippers bench? Because I don't think it's close. No, and it's a Clippers bench that's had a lot of experience this year as they've had to deal with all the injuries. So, yeah, no, if it comes down to the bench play, no. no. I mean, gonna... you're in a situation where Terrence Mann is now like your ninth man, and he would easily be six or seven on Minnesota. No question. No question. So the Clippers are loaded. They're deep. They have great coaching. They have experience. They check a lot of boxes you look for, especially getting points in the NBA playoffs. Yep. Groovy Cavs says, well, you're too busy with baseball stats all day. We don't have time for women in Brooklyn. We'll wait for women in Long Island during All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, he knows his, where, he knows where his priorities are. He knows where they are. Uh, live betting in baseball is better than high-maintenance women in Brooklyn. I can't do, yeah, I can't do the high-maintenance. I can't, I can't do, I can't I wait. can't either. I can't wait for fucking two hours to go somewhere. I'm such a low maintenance person as well. Yeah. So it just, it would go horribly. Give me a TV, a sporting event. And honestly, the drink is optional. Just give me the sporting event and I'll be fine for a couple hours. Um, All I need is a cool breeze and some tasty buds and I'm fine. Um, I was going to ask you, um, how many videos have you done not wearing shorts? How many videos have I done not wearing shorts? How many shows with you and I have you done not wearing shorts? Occasionally, it's cold in the room, so I'll wear sweatpants. Okay. But it's got to be, per video, at least minus 3,000 that I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> okay. Like minus 3,000. Yeah, I'm okay. the same way. Absolutely. No point. You're only showing the upper torso. Peter Wolf said, chose the sex once. It was worth every penny. She let me broke. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's um, a negative EV play. Huh? That's a negative EV play. Yeah, it is. It, it really yeah. is. Did you, uh, did, I think Super Sly's quote, the, yeah, no, that was, that's not actually my quote. That's, you know, movie that's from Scott. Uh, which one? 
the all I need is a cool breeze, some tasty buds, and I'm fine. Isn't that also from Days and Confused? No, but very, very similar time period. It's I can a, imagine McConaughey saying it. It's Fast Times. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's that's Sean Penn. Oh, uh, that's right. Talking to yeah. Mr. Hand. Is that during the daydream while he's surfing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's doing a hand. Damn it, Spicoli. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, okay, so you and I are both there. Got a, you got a feeling on the on the total? Uh, for the Clippers game? Yeah. I like the team total over for the Clippers. I, I the thing is, I think there's only one way Minnesota can win, and that's the over because they're not going to guard anybody. So I guess I'm leaning to the under hoping the Clippers slow the pace down. They should, because Minnesota has been an up-tempo team all season long. The Clippers have not been. But I'm going to go with the under, because I do believe in a playoff atmosphere where the possessions mean a little bit more. The referees might swallow their whistles a little bit more. I do think this total's a bit high. You? I'm with you. I've got I've got the team total over, and I like the under in this game. That's... I, it's you know we're threading the needle, but I think I think we've got a pretty big eye of the needle there to get that thread through because it could be an okie doke once again. But Minnesota's just been so underwhelming for the last couple of games. Like I don't I don't like much about this team. I like the future, but I think they might be a year early. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, you lose you lose money chasing women, never lose women chasing money. As what. Wow. Put that, that, was, that was deep. Put that on a plaque. Wow. I'll put that. Should have been my yearbook quote. I'm wow. A... <laughs> okay. that, that's something. Wow. That, okay. that would have been a great yearbook quote. Um, not you would probably wouldn't wanted to sign any women that you were interested in getting with. Uh, you wouldn't want to sign their yearbook with that quote. But I was never going to see him again anyway. So, you know, when you line up like that, it looks like you've got like a like a, a spanky spike of hair right above your head. Do I? Move your head to the right a little bit. No, to the no, no. Just tilt your whole head. No, I don't know what the hell's happening. Okay, okay right cool. there. That shot right there. Right here. Okay. It looks like it looks like you got a spike sticking up out of your hair. It's, okay. it's not really there. It's the it's the poster. It's the backdrop. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Um, that's my that's my faux hawk. So we talked. Right, your faux hawk. It's all right. So we talked. We're both we're both we're all we're all in agreement here. We're if it's an okie duck, we're shoving bananas in the tailpipe all night because we both like the Clippers, and we both they're, like, they're peaking at the right time, and Minnesota's not. Yeah, we so. both like the under. The other game we talked a little bit about it uh, up top. That's your net, Scott. I think uh, we both agree nine and a half is too many. I think it is. You can make an argument the Nets will be motivated, whatever the hell that means, because they were playing meaningful games to get to the seven seed in the first place. But I watched them play the last couple of weeks, and they win games. Are they impressive? No. Do they win by margin? No. I mean, they couldn't cover against Houston. They couldn't cover against Indiana. They're laying 16 against Indiana. It was a two-point game in the fourth quarter. Like, at some point, you got to realize this team's more focused on winning games than covering or looking impressive during the course of games. Right. They might flip a switch. They might maybe look at it. They might be able to go to another gear Cleveland doesn't have. But I really like Cleveland for the fact that nobody's picking them. So they kind of can just go in free, no pressure at all. Right. All the pressure is on the Nets, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, and you know Cleveland's been playing the disrespect card in their locker room for the last two days. That's, that's the whole story of their season's the disrespect card. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's a Cleveland defense that is pretty damn good, Scott. It's not as good without Jared. I agree. I agree. And that and that's again, I kind of talked myself out of it last night when I was doing my video without Jared Allen there. But I'm 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 right back at nine and a half thinking that's fucking too many. So Nathan Turner said other channels like the Wolves. Other channels. Fucking you're cheating on us, dude. Jesus. Traitor. <laughs> Traitor. No. no, I I mean if you like the Wolves, the main reason why is they're good at home and the Clippers suck on the road. Yep. But when you're missing your best player for 90% of the season and he comes back and you trade for one of the best bench players in the league in Norman Powell, one of the most underrated bench scorers in the league, yeah. and he helps out your bench unit, I don't want to say you can throw everything out the window, but the Clippers have dominated the regular season meetings. Are you reading these comments? A lot of fun. They're just fun the, in the, they're comments just the best. I can't even keep up. Good stuff. Uh, two things bring a man to his knees, a whiskey glass, and a piece of ass. 
That's also a good year. If that's not a country song, uh, it certainly is a good. It sounds year. like that sounds like something that would be on the back of a Kid Rock album. <laughs> oh man, uh, that quote was from Chris Rock. I think uh, I think I, lo- I love my wife. Okay, Chris Rock, Kid Rock. You know, <laughs> it's one of the rocks. Some more close enough. Are they related? They they look alike. I don't think know? I don't think they are. They have the same hair. And Bronco Devil said, there's other channels, yeah. I think Kid Rock had a new album come out, like, a little while ago. I don't know if anyone listened to it, but I'm pretty sure it came out. Yeah, I know. I, I was looking at that the other day. Um, in, all, in all seriousness, we all absolutely encourage you to listen to other channels. Um, yeah, I mean, the main thing that we preach is to get information. All the information you can. can. Yes, yes. So we might forget something. We're not telling you to only listen to us. I mean, we think the information we give is that, pretty good. That would be a cult. <laughs> yeah. There are no other channels. There are no other channels. There is only us. Um, <laughs> CERN is a member of Stephen A. Smith's OnlyFans. Fuck. These guys are... I'm actually curious if there is a platform out there or some people who were giving away their gambling picks on OnlyFans. I was curious if there was a market for that. <laughs> Kind of like Patreon. Yeah, if, if but instead of nudes, it's just a picture of like a like a white screen that just says like Cavs plus eight and a half. Like I'm curious if that was actually like a way you could do it. I don't know. No, I think if uh, if the person if the, you know, let's be honest, it's probably going to be a female. I think if she's naked reading the pics, now you got something. If, I'm just saying, you know, people might just want the pics. Maybe you should you should try it. You should just strip down, do an OnlyFans. No, I'm saying you don't even have to be nude. It's just like five bucks. Like here you go, OnlyFans. No, you just hear me out. Picture you, of the day. No, it's a picture of a spread. You're it's naked. You do it bed. seductively. I'd let the warriors go to war on me. I oh, so now it's an ASMR video. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. It's called. It's called. Trying to think of the. Bet the farm ASMR edition. Okay. Bet the farm ASMR. There you go. That's that's the slogan right there. So we've covered the basketball game. We've blathered our way through the rest of the show. Uh, Give me one. Give me your favorite baseball play tonight, buddy. Oh, there's baseball on today. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Sure. Uh, I I feel like nobody cares about the baseball card, but uh, yeah, to go through the overall card, I like Tampa today. I know they got killed yesterday. Okay. But they're due. It's it's one. That's not even their due. It's a matter of the. It just they're a good team. They got embarrassed. Good teams usually respond and kick the crap out of the opposing team. All right. It's a pitching matchup between two guys you've never heard of. It's <laughs> Romero against uh, Oler. Oler. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I I trust the Rays prospects more than Oakland's prospects, but after getting killed yesterday, I think Tampa's in a good spot to just get back, maybe to. Uh, let's just say deal with some anger and to win that game handily. I don't mind them on the run line. Okay. Uh, give me give me St. Louis uh, on the run line. I assumed you're all over the cooch today. Uh, I didn't even see getting the co- plus money against the Yankees. Mm, no. No. <laughs> Not. Not at all. I'd consider it. I'd consider it. Fucking right. They, the Yankees have so many right-handed bobbers, though, man. Yeah, Nathan. That's my point, though. Tampa got humiliated. They're a good team. They might have walked into Oakland thinking, "All right, we're going to sweep again," but they lost. They got humbled a little bit, and they come out and smack them. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like fading the Royals tonight simply because uh, number one is Daniel Lynch going, so that's always something that's going to get my attention as far as he's the number five starter. That combo though, Lynch into Coer. Woo. Uh, well, and that was that, that's going to be, and that's the main reason I want to fade the Royals tonight is the fact that that bullpen is absolutely gassed. And spoiler alert: a lot of those guys appear to be not very good. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I think uh, with Daniel Hudson going against against Lynch, um, I'm I'm all over the cards here. You're getting, you're getting a pretty good price. Uh, you mean Dakota Hudson or Dakota Hudson? Sorry, right? Daniel Daniel Lynch. Yeah, Dakota. You said Hudson. Daniel. I'm like, are they doing openers right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, like no. Three games into the season. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I'll take St. Louis on the run line there. That's my favorite. So, all right, boys, let's uh, let's get to it here, shall we? We uh, we thought we had a little something something yesterday, and we should have. It was a nice plus money play, but sometimes it doesn't work out. You guys know how that works. So we are, we're back at it, Scott. Let's uh, let's find out who it is uh, today as we put on our overalls, we uh, adjust our straw hats at a rakish angle and get ready to uh, climb aboard our John Deere, fire that bad boy up, and Scott, it's Tuesday. Let's get ready to bet the farm. All right, so 
yeah, I was not coordinated there at all. I was but. gonna say I thought you were supposed to put the photo up. There it is. All right, there, huh? First try, nailed it. All right, there. It's it's like it's like magic. Good afternoon, everybody. There you go. Howdy. All right, all right so uh, oh, these are gonna be our these are gonna be our anti hex hats now, Scott. We've got it. We've got a hex to beat. So it's got to be a good one, buddy. What do you uh, What do you got cooked up? Well, I did my player prop show. So uh oh, you know, I'm gonna take a player prop. Okay, it's gonna be in a matchup between the Clippers and the Timberwolves. We're gonna go with Patrick Beverly under ten and a half points at minus one thirty on DraftKings. Couple reasons why. First of all, this number is way too high based on the overall season numbers. Beverly is only average nine point two points per game during the regular season. On top of that, he has scored less than eleven points in each of his last nine games. So he's been going under this number regularly. On top of that, he played the Clippers four times the regular season. He scored less than 11 points in three of those meetings. The one time he went over, he scored exactly 11. So he's not done too well offensively. And in April, small sample size, but still, he's been terrible. He is shooting 31.6% from the floor and 14.3% from three. We know that Beverly's there for defense, and we know he's there to provide a bit of swagger to the team offensively, he's not going to shoot much. We know that he's really not going to be one of the main focal points of this team. They have Towns, they have Edwards, they have Russell. Beverly's probably going to take, what do you think, like five shots in this game? Five, six shots? That's what I'm banking on, yeah. But 10.5 is way too high for a guy that doesn't go to the line that much. He's been shooting terribly, and he's going under this number in nine straight. We're going to take the under. There you go. That's going to do it for the Bet the Farm play for today. And that's going to do it for the Thursday edition of Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. As always, we appreciate you guys stopping by. Really appreciate all the comments. And keep the funny stuff coming because perfect, perfect. Just excellent stuff out there. You guys have a great day. Good luck on all your plays. Once again, if you're in KC and you're at the Santana concert, come say hey. Scott, hope you win them all tonight. Good luck to the Nets. You guys, uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we all do our very best to help you guys in your journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then.